Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Creative Imbalance Podcast. Like always, I am your host, Sean Siriani, and we got a special one for you. Today, my guest on the show is somebody who's been really inspiring me. Uh, somebody I met a few years ago uh, through the battle rap scene. And when I met him, he was pretty much confined to a wheelchair. And just recently, in the past month, he posted up on an Instagram story him standing, rapping his new single, Told Ya, which is dedicated to all the nurses and doctors who told him he won't be in the state of recovery. And wow, I'm getting goosebumps talking about this. But my guest today is the one and only Time As the Warrior. And I want to thank him for being so open with his story. Um, he talks about from the pain to the recovery. And um, I'm sure that's something that's not the easiest thing to talk about. Overall, I can't thank you enough, man. Remember the feeling when we finished this interview a few weeks ago where I just felt motivated. I wanted to work harder. And also in my mind, um, my perception kind of shifted to be very thankful of all the little blessings we have. Sometimes, just as a human, you get used to what you have and don't appreciate it. There's almost uh, this inner greed that keeps us going to want more and more and more when really most of us are so lucky to have that strong base to do whatever we want, to have our health. So, yes, once again, shout out to you, Time as. And before we get into this one, I want to say a quick thank you to all of you who are listening to this and also you guys who are going the extra mile and supporting the Patreon page. I can't thank you enough. You guys are covering a lot of costs that uh, go into making this show. So big shout out to Ola, to Devin, to Pat, to my mom, <laughs> um, and also our co-producer of the show, Jeremy Hopkin of Hopkin Design. Not only is he an incredible graphic designer, he's also a, a historian, and he combines the two, like refurbishes old photos from the city and puts the story of landmarks and people, and it's just really awesome. So I recommend you going to check out uh, Hopkin Design on Facebook. And if you're looking to get any other design work done, just hit him up. He's a friendly guy and awesome to work with, okay? So with that being said, we're going to get into this very special episode. And here's Time as the Warrior coming at you right now! Man, I want to thank you for uh, taking the time today. Um, me and you, we've been acquaintances for years. Uh, you've been supporting like the battle rap scene forever. And uh, usually when I'm there, um, I'm so busy and I just get to say hello. But um, I've been following you on, on social media and just kind of um, seeing your journey from afar has been uh, hella inspiring to me. And 
I think it's important to have you on here today and just share your show or your story with them um, with other people. I think a lot of people can get a lot of strength out of it, especially in these times right now. But um, I kind of like there's there's a million things I want to talk to you about from like you stepping in the ring from like. <laughs> being into soccer, your recovery, but I kind of want to go back in time to my unknown. Like, um, I'm aware you are a three-time cancer survivor and, um, I, I, I just kind of want to know like the beginning origins when, um, when this hit you, like what age you were and like, I was diagnosed when I was 11, mm-hmm. uh, grade six summer with leukemia AML. And, uh, it's like, a so uh, then I did my first treatment at that age. So that was uh, six, round, six rounds of chemo. Just saw that, went and bodied it, like just killed it, and then got out, it was good. Started playing soccer right away. Was good for another two and a half years. And then in grade nine summer is when I relapsed for the first time. And then this time there was, uh, they told me like, because the relapse was more serious. They said if they wanted to cure it, they were going to have to look for a transplant, bone marrow. So then no one in my family was a match. So my mom like, did lots of bone marrow drives, like went ham, got a bunch of drives like all over LA, Iran, all over the world. Wow. And looking for a match and then added over 60,000 registers to the, to the one match, which is the bone marrow match, like a bank. For people that wanna, it's really important and it's really easy. It's just quick mouth swab, and it's like it's not like a transplant bone marrow. It's not like a, you're not giving an organ. It's just like through an IV. Oh, okay, okay. That's good to know. And and you're saying like it's it's easy for people to yeah. to do. That's good to know. Like, yeah. If anybody wants, like, somebody nobody did this. I was unrelated, so I wouldn't be here today. With some nobody, did, somebody did this, and it's basically it's way less than the, it's like less than the COVID test. Basically, they'll you go on onematch.ca or not, yeah, one match, and then um they send you a box, and then you basically just do like a swab, like a DNA swab, and then if you get, they'll put you in there, and then if you somebody needs you, they'll call you, and then you'll be like get if you. Uh, get chosen to be for somebody you'll just get like a poke in your back a little thing to get a needle you'll be sore for like two days save somebody's life yeah wow like um yeah and you you what what's the website again did you say uh one match, i'm not like one match is the foundation so just oh, okay so so we can google one match um yeah actually after this interview i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do this in uh attached to this episode too i'll, I'll put the link for people too because um that is something i didn't know about and like it seems like it's an easy process and if you can save somebody's life um it's it's so it's so important. Like uh, just it, like the people like not that it should make a difference, but it's like the people in your community that you'll be the best match to. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of my goals. Sorry, I was like uh, in my music and things is like I wanna like when I get my platform bigger, like one of those like challenges like to get like other celebrities and stuff to do that because like a quick video will like get so much information out so quickly. Oh, that's that's very important too, and um. And uh, yeah, you, you said you you got hit with this when you were eleven, right? And um, that's got to be such well, it is such a life changing 
thing. And um, do you do you still remember kind of like the emotions when you got the news? Like, or or were, did you start feeling like this weakness and something was off? And so basically, like I was like always like athlete, just like things. So, but like uh, the, how they found out is basically I was like doing like my fitness and like going like extra work, doing runs like with my other teammates, and I was always like one of the like not the, like, one of the quicker players, and then like. My mom just saw me like kind of get slower, so she just took me for like a blood test, a regular blood test, and my like all my cells basically were like almost at zero. So like because of wow. things, so that's how you find. That's how I found out. But when I found out, like yeah, like really, like I was just like soccer. That was my only like thinking, like just gonna take that away, or like how long can I get off? How can I get back? Or like this is just going to make my story better, like in the long, something. Just, I was just in the soccer mode, like always, that's what was my motivation. And like, yeah. So even like you were thinking beyond this, I'm going to recover. We're going to, we're going to be playing soccer again. This is going to happen. And, uh, I see it like, uh, I, I know the majority of people who, uh, tune into the show, they're on Spotify and iTunes, but, uh, to let people know, we do have a brand new YouTube channel and, uh, you can also watch these interviews, but in the background of time as there's like 30 plus trophies behind you. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's uh it's it's amazing to tell like you're really like into to soccer and that's like your total passion so uh, on my second um 10 months after my first relapse and first uh, transplant i moved to malaga spain to like play professionally wow by myself at 15 and then i was there for a month and then started noticing bruises again and then i relapsed again Oh, that's that's got to be scary, especially um, being out there. You said you were alone too, and like your family's not around. And yeah, it was, it was yeah, that was crazy. Like right when I just there, just beat it again, just like finally feel like I reached my dream, and then right oh, right away taken away like that. And then this one, this is the third time is what like affected my body. Like the first two times, like I was still playing soccer, like going through it. Because cancer doesn't like affect your body, right? It's the it's the effects of the bone marrow transplant. So that's what they call it. It's called graft versus host disease. Because mm. it's a transplant from somebody else's uh, body, and it comes to yours. Your body like sees it as a foreign, and it's like natural thing is to fight. And so that's why they try to get the match like as close as possible. That's why it's good to have like all these things because. There's the side effects is what like that's why they didn't want to give me the treatment at first and we had to like fight for it because it does more harm than good most of the time. Oh wow, yeah, that's it's crazy and um especially um when I met you and actually throughout all the years I've known you up until now um you've always been in a, a wheelchair and um I didn't know the details of your condition it's just uh I, I'd always see you at the battle rap events and you'd be in the front row and me and you have the best seat in the house and everything like but um but yeah it's um it's it's so interesting, interesting for me to to hear this and so yeah, basically what happened was uh, because of my transplant, the second one, like my body basically like a year after, like I started playing soccer again and then a year into it, it like started to flare up and attack itself and got out of its control. 
and I got like basically from my chest down, lost all my skin, everything, my joints got so tight and skin and everything, I was stuck like, I'll show you, like, I was that stuck like this. Oh, it's, that's terrifying. So, and the, the range of motion was like nothing. So basically what I did lad, the last, that's why I couldn't walk because like even you, if you bend your knees and like you're on your tippy toes, like you're just stuck, imagine that position. Like you can't straighten your knee at all. Like it's stuck in a 90 degree. This was level four contraction. So that's what I did. So I had to, to walk. Like they told me it was impossible. You'll never walk again. Like never live, never walk, everything. So then I, I just refused to accept it. And then... I went to a met a doctor in Russia, Iran. It's called, we did this special surgery called Elizarov. Basically eight, eight inch screws, two in the thigh, two in the thigh, two in the shin, two in the shin. And then I can't really see, but like every day with the wrench, my mom would turn it, it would look like four scum kind of thing. Like uh -huh. legs and with a wrench every day, turn it to gain like one millimeter. And then did each leg took a year until I eventually got them straight. Wow, so it's just like the slow re rehab of everything, and was was that like really painful to turn the the knobs on there as well? It's like it's like basically like your arm doesn't go more than straight, so that was my straight, right? Yeah, so you're gonna pull your arm more than straight, like <sighs> the arm bar, like just or something like that. It's like, and then just like dealing with that, and the problem was was after I got a straight, is my legs became like a pencil now. I couldn't bend them now because they got. Like your muscles, any position they get stuck in is going to get like that. So then the last like two, three years, every day I just had like one, one, one therapist lie on me, one another, just pull as hard as they can to get the range of motion in my knees until I could finally bend. And then that's what I did. Yeah. Well, like the biggest thing I admire about you is like the doctor saying that it's impossible and you wouldn't accept that. Like you're like, this is, I'm going to be okay again. I'm going to be playing soccer again. And like this morning too, it makes me emotional. Like I look on your Instagram and you're working out, you're doing like, you're on like a pull up bar and stuff. And, uh, even, uh, there's some, some videos of you kicking the, the ball around. And, um, plus this year too, with uh, your passion with rapping, you, you made a song called told ya, which is dedicated to like everybody who said, you can't do it and it's so fucking empowering to me excuse my language but it's just uh yeah it's just uh i don't know it's making me like super emotional to see that from you and uh yeah rap is something when i like was in the hospital couldn't play soccer anymore i first got into battle rap and watching battles and then rap and then it's like fell in love with it really like that's like gave me like the new purpose you know yeah that's that's with like a lot of things in life too if you got uh like some some goals in like the future or whatever um i know in my um situation too it's uh on a smaller scale like i'm not fighting cancer or whatever but when i notice when i look to like the horizon about like something like and get like determined even if it seems like impossible like it could take a few years or whatever but if you keep that in your head and in your heart like you're gonna morph it 
like subconsciously and keep uh, chipping away towards whatever that goal is. And um, it's cool to hear that you've got inspired by the whole battle scene. Um, that's how we met. Yeah, for sure. They always were cool, yeah. so writing, organic, gully. Uh, shout out all the King of the God, man. Always supporting you, all the gully. It's always inviting atmosphere. Yeah, much love. And we're always happy to see you there. Um, How did you um find out about King of the Dot? Um, So I think the, like, I remember my cousin showed me back in the day, like, a math versus Iron Solomon battle. And then I, like, like I always liked rap battles. Like, it was, like, cool to me. And then I saw Disaster DNA, and then that's the one I really liked. That's oh, like, yeah, yeah. That was that was that was huge. Um, right there in Toronto, like crazy. Oh yeah, there was just a crazy energy to that room. Um, did you end up seeing that one live, or did you watch that one on the internet? No, on the internet. The first uh, event I went to, uh, I think it was Blackout, with like Disaster or Solomon. Oh, amazing, amazing, and. Um, one thing that's really cool uh, from my perception is uh, like uh, seeing you at these events, and you were you would even come out to like the ground zeros and like all like the the smaller events and keep supporting. And then one day um, we have this tournament uh, uh, called Prove Yourself, and uh, we've done it different formats of prove yourself events and to, for people who don't know it's uh, basically like a tryout for battle rap and uh usually like when i'm about to film these things i see uh i see the card and it's a bunch of names i don't know it's all like new kids and stuff like that and um all of a sudden i remember uh they called your name in bars and then all of a sudden it's the kid from the front row in the wheelchair coming on stage and i remember getting like goosebumps and so much excitement i'm just like no freaking way it's like him him and just being like so excited and um even like prior like to you rapping and um especially like there's another layer of that too when it was finally like your turn to rap you just started smoking him <laughs> it was fantastic um i want i kind of want to know from your perception of what inspired you to actually get in the ring and do this like me like honestly like when i like something like my mentality is just like i feel like i can do it and like do it well and then like if i really like it so then i just was watching it and I just kept watching it, and then I like was like, would write sometimes in my head. I'm like, yo, I have bars, you know, like I can, mm -hmm. like I can really, like you know. And then I was just like, and I had like some things to say, so I was like, that's a, it's a good thing. I just wanted to go, and I could like, I didn't want to like battle or anything. I was like, cause I didn't was like, was not like really comfortable with myself at that point yet too, you know. I was like still, like that's when I was dealing with everything, and I went and battled him, yeah. Yeah, that that had to be like kind of like really therapeutic in a way too. Because beyond you roasting him, which you did, I think your first line was I, I wrote it down. It's like, uh, uh, and this was a freestyle too. It's like, uh, so basically he's battling this guy named Bars, and he's he's short, like furry face. He looks like a garden gnome. <laughs> and, and time is right out the gate. You're like something ain't not right. Um, I'm sitting in a wheelchair and we're the same height, <laughs> and just I remember remember the crowd just going ah oh! like we didn't expect that from you yeah
Yeah, and then um, what's what's masterful about it too, and which makes you like such like an MC and an artist on that stage was um, you transition that like the humor of roasting him into telling your story and as you're telling your story you're also breaking down your opponent and like it was it was just so well put together and even um for people who are watching the video version of this um i'm gonna clip it in here i have all the footage because i'm the cameraman so uh yeah i'm gonna clip that into this episode first off let me say something ain't right if i'm in a wheelchair and we're almost the same height Life's fair. Lately, my life's been a nightmare, and it's these events that brought me right here. The cards you dealt with in life is something you can't choose. Give me a two-seven offsuit, I still won't lose. Ain't nobody would get this far if they was in my shoes. You see, I knew I was destined for greatness. That's why I had to get better with such urgency. No anesthetic, I still did that surgery. Time as the warrior. Ask any doctor, they heard of me. If the world at least disease couldn't do shit, how these weakest rappers gonna murder me? And when this drop, you're gonna remember me for eternity. Viral sensation, I take over the whole planet. Picture me during chemo, I kinda look like organic. <laughs> People telling me what I can't do, I literally can't stand it. Put yourself in my position. Should I go through everything you cannot imagine? Some people say I'm sorry for your disability. But the truth is, without this disability, I wouldn't have this ability to go on and kill everything and have every rapper in the game hear me. It's the same me, I just do shit differently. You should stomp on dudes' heads. Now I pull the trigger, B. The t plug call me Tommy, the way I'm hitting figures, B. Time as a warrior, too hot to handle. Run up on your block, light it up like a candle. Grab the bodies, throw them in the white van. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> This is real life, shit happens. You should be all soccer, now it's all trapping. Now when I bow, I'm the one clapping. Run up in your crib while your mom's napping. Making a value, my youngie's snatching. Hop in the whip and start blasting. Reality show drive-by, cause after we rob you, the car dashing. How did, how did you feel when you got off the stage and you did that? No, I was like, I didn't really, like, it was like, I was like sick. But you know when the judges gave me the L, I was just like, what? It was two on. I was like, he was like, so I was like, kind of like from that. And then I was like, I was, I was feeling good. And then everybody was giving me support. But that was like, I honestly, like, I, that was like the one round I really practiced. Like the other ones, like I had like three other ones. Like my, that was my second round was like, my worst one and my third one was like killer and fourth was like killer but like i just i didn't like so i just well after the first one i was feeling good but it was a good experience like 
Yeah, definitely. And that's that's kind of, I feel like, the hardest way to do it, especially for your first time being a battle MC, because usually we have these uh, prove yourself events and people know their opponent like a month ahead of time and it's like a one-on-one, but this was like a tournament platform. Like you haven't met any of these people and if you move on, it's like, oh, do I have more shit to say? And do you want to say all your best stuff at the beginning or save it? Like it's... That's got to be such a a mental chess game. I can't even imagine. Yeah, yeah. I would have maybe done. I would have if I practiced more. I would have been a different outcome. But like, I just got. I'm happy. I got my like one round that I wanted to say. Oh, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you did well too, man. Like, no matter what the outcome, too, it's like uh, something everybody remembers from that night as well. And uh, I think um, with this form of entertainment, it's all about moments. Like, that's that's the stuff like that goes down in like the history of battle rap, especially like uh, one of the newest ones was like Frack pulling out his graph or whatever. That's something like nobody's gonna gonna forget, you know. And uh, and yeah, even um, I notice too um disaster one of the best battle rappers in the world who you said you were a fan of prior you watched him in dna which kind of got you into the scene um he's been like kind of reaching out to you as well that's uh like i noticed that on like instagram is yes, my bro yeah yeah i talk to him facetime him all like pretty often and always stay in touch with him he's my big bro yeah he supports me a lot posts my stuff and he's always there if i want to like reach out or need him but yeah, going up. He's he likes to tell us he's talented too, sports my raps, so it's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's an amazing dynamic too, and it's just kind of like you putting out that energy of getting into uh, to this culture. You got embraced by like one of your favorites, and now you guys are, are pals, which is it's 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 heartwarming to me. And uh, and I feel like um, Diz, like right now, he in the current state of battle rap, he's kind of like the bad guy, which happens with him. <laughs> but um, he's he's got a good heart, man. I've uh, I, I feel like they're trying to hate on him, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And it, it's just, um, I don't know, what's funny about um, this whole culture, too, it's like a lot of people see what they are on camera, which is just like an amplified version of themselves. And uh, sometimes they're the good guy, sometimes they're the bad guy. Like, I compare it a lot to, like, pro wrestling in a way. Where, uh, But um, behind the scenes, it's, like, usually just all love and uh, respect. Moving on to... Uh, it's like I mentioned you dropped this track like recently as well and uh, you said after this uh, you're going to the studio again too which is really cool kind of let me know a little bit about like um, your music making process because I think this is a great way to spread your message and um, the songs sound dope man like you're killing it Um, yeah so like Oh, uh, like I always knew I had like lyrics and stuff. Like I always knew I could like write really well. And like, but for like the first, like I couldn't flow at all. Or like, cause I like got into battle rap first. So I don't know if that like messed, like I wouldn't be able to like rap on beats. So like I would be saying like crazy stuff to myself, but like it would just wouldn't sound good. So like I had to like really took like, I worked on that. Like I really worked on like how to like, like then I started writing to the beat and stuff. And lately I've just been like going in the booth like uh and just like freestyling for like ten, fifteen minutes and then like choosing the like getting the flows and then picking it and then 
making it sound nice with the writing after it. So I'm working on it. I have first my EP. To, um, gonna, I'm going to tell you, but first going to announce it. Uh, 3-0 and is going to be my first EP. I'm going to drop a hat trick on the head tops. Uh, nice. And that, that kind of like it's like a double metaphor of battle rap and your your uh, your fight with cancer, right? Yeah, three and all, three tracks, three times survivor, three is a charm. Three time, baby. That's oh that's 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 awesome. And uh I wanna say too, I, I love uh the production on your latest one as well. It sounds so proper. It sounds like something you could throw on the radio and it just kind of fit in. And um who's uh who's your producer? Uh, for that one, I got it on um, YouTube. The guy's name is Palace. He's sick. Um, he like uh, he actually did that for the night song by Pop Smoke. He does a lot of like he does like Kodak black kind of stuff. Oh wow! And then I have another uh, the other track. But yeah, just getting it off YouTube uh, mainly. And but my other track this is from a guy named Manny Manhattan. He's uh, like from Vancouver, producer, sick dude. My track beauty and the struggle. Yeah, that's that's really cool. And uh, kind of like I don't know what really my like I'm working with different sounds. Like when you hear it, like I'm I can like doing some drill kind of things. I have like some tracks like that. Some like how you told you kind of wavy. Just trying to see because like whatever testing everything. I'm new to it. I'm new to the artists and everything. You know. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta tread the waters and just find what works best. And uh, some things are gonna work out, some things won't. And yeah, just keep, you you know, just keep doing your thing, and it'll morph into something like absolutely excellent. And uh, uh, another thing with um, the track "Told You Too," which made me emotional too, is like I've always known you being in a wheelchair. And that was the first time I've seen you standing up and you were in front of a microphone telling your story. And like, I, I, I almost like shed a, a tear, like just going on my Instagram feed that day. And, um, and, and yeah, yeah. Even like hearing your story right now is really interesting to me too. Cause I didn't know fully your condition or like, um, if there was a way for you to recover and, um, just hearing all these steps is, is very important. And, um, I'm so happy to be able to share this with, uh, with the tiny audience I have. Um, this isn't the biggest show, but, um, the people who listen are very engaging. And, um, I know like a lot of people are gonna get a lot out of this one because some people have reached out to me too like over the whole quarantine covid thing um days they're feeling mentally weak which is normal and stuff like that but i find like sometimes i even have to like catch myself like i'll have like an off day but really when i look at the bigger picture of everything I am fine. I have my health. Um, there's lots of shit going on where people they're losing their jobs and ju- or just like they're what they considered normal is not normal anymore. And like you can wake up someday and just feel low. And but we have the power, or uh, most of us have the power in the health to just get up and change what position you're in. And like if something if you fall down, you can move on from it and seeing people like you on my feed also on my show i had a biff naked who was a cancer survivor as well um you you two um have put a lot of uh, positive perspective and strength into me and um yeah i want to personally thank you for that as well 
Thanks, man. Yeah, like you can like like serenity is like you know you can contr- uh, accept the things you can can't change and control the things you can't. You know? Whatever you can do, you gotta wake up and whatever is the mindset, like you can't sulk on it. You gotta just not to, you keep your balance. You gotta go forward. Like I'm getting cliches, but like I don't know. It's like that's what it is. It's like you gotta just give those to yourself and be tell yourself every day and. Uh, and you can't like compare yourself. You gotta just look at progress and just give yourself from thing. It's just like you're your only. You only see your life. You only live your life. So like, live it for yourself. That's basically you gotta be. Yeah, facts, man, facts, and uh, yeah. So I see you kicking around the soccer ball again. Uh, when when were you able to start doing that again? Is this recent? Yeah, basically this summer I like kind of like went like crazy like with the weather like i once i was able to run a little bit then i was running like three hours a day and that's all i needed like because i always knew like before i would always like even when i was sick when i was younger i would always get get like my fitness everything back because i would just go outside and play all day play soccer all day so i kind of like did that this summer and like like older version like just go for runs go to parks just play all day Start doing keep ups. I can do like a hundred keep ups now. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> this is amazing. I was doing a thousand at twelve, like more than a thousand at twelve. Wow! So you were really like pro level. Like this is cool to hear too, because this is something I didn't know about your story. And like, even you mentioned going to Spain and everything like that like what what is that scene like like we talked a lot about like the battle rap scene like i i know very little about um soccer and like or football and in um the the ways to get into like professional football and stuff so what was um your journey like before you got hit with uh with um another wave of cancer it's hard if you're canadians and especially in that sport like basically to sign to a team you need like a european passport so like you have to be like signed they have to like really watch you because you're like a foreigner and canada doesn't really have a name right now there's a new player just from vancouver alfonso davies and he's like on byron's munich and he's like the best left back in the world now like that's like that's gonna bring the name up so they'll be looking around like toronto has a lot of talent especially with the academy and everything that's like growing it's growing a lot from like the last five ten years yeah yeah i, I noticed there's a, like a lot of people like re- i know who are really passionate about uh football soccer uh whatever you prefer to call it but um yeah it's like almost like our nation doesn't embrace it as much as everywhere else even though it is the world sport and um like we're more like kind of like focused on like the hockey and like the blue jays and toronto raptors and but um but I don't know. One thing I love about uh, football and I, why I think it's the world sport is you don't need all this extra equipment to play. All you need is a ball. It's like it's a ball and skill. Like these people from poverty can get into this and be the best in the world, and it's amazing. Like, That's why South Americans, all the best players, you know, like a country like Uruguay, it's three million more cows than people, and they're like in the semifinals every year. A country like America that spends like a billion dollars can't even qualify for the tournament yeah yeah do you, do you think is it because like uh in north american culture we have so many like distractions and maybe over there they're just focused on like this one thing it's like like no north america just 
like America thinks they're like their best and everything because like they they like they treat things like world championships when it's national championships. Yeah. Like no nobody else is like trying to win that NFL, bro. Like it's not the world. Thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's so true. Even like um, I notice I have a lot of American friends, and they always take jabs. Like even. Uh, above them at, 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 at Canadians and, and people like that and uh, it's funny how like they're like like just, just like jokingly they're always like like putting down our country in a way like it's America number two but really like you look on the news and their country is literally on fire you're watching you're seeing like the worst debates ever <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> I don't know you can only just shake your head and smile it's like yeah but 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 like you said like their perception is like uh they'll do a national championship and act like it's the biggest thing that happened in the world and it's uh kind of like this arrogance embedded into their they want to get into soccer because they because that's like they have to actually compete and like money doesn't not gonna win soccer is like comes from the street comes from passion it's like that's the different kind of sport is a skill thing it's not like nfl when people start playing in high school you can't soccer you can't start playing soccer at 16 yeah that's not gonna happen yeah that's true and um it's cool to see how much uh like the competitive nature is embedded in you time as too. like you've stepped in the battle ring you've you went to spain for soccer um now that you're you're standing you're moving yeah now that you're 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 more mobile and you got some more energy uh, do you feel like you'd ever step in the battle ring again or like would you like try to like go ham with the soccer again yeah i'm gonna go i'm going ham right now i'm gonna do both i'm coaching soccer too and then um uh, but yeah i'm gonna do soccer uh, and music i'm trying to do more music right now uh battle like obviously like always anybody free smoke anytime like i don't know you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah talk that shit man up my like platform up more and like i have a documentary i'm working on basically oh yeah so that like i recorded like everything that like from like use the wheelchair to like now like i didn't post anything on my instagram for five years while i was actually like, going through everything because i didn't want to show the suffering until like the last scene was like me back on the pitch so i recorded it and i'm working on that right now so it's going to show like a motivational short thing showing the whole what i was doing like trust is gonna be crazy like it's a lot crazy i was doing some crazy stuff oh man that's that's so cool to hear that you you documented all this and yet like definitely like uh keep in touch with that too we'll we'll share the shit out of that and everything and even like i i don't know your process of uh putting this together too but if you ever need like a hand like with certain type of editing or anything you you can always call me and i'll help you out as well but but uh yeah that's that's really cool to hear and um i'm happy to yeah have the vision yeah 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 that that almost goes back to like what you were saying having the end goal of like i'm gonna be okay i'm gonna fight this and as i'm doing this we're gonna make a freaking movie and yeah but that's that's what i like we're, we only hear once man people don't understand that like, yes we only hear once find whatever you like makes you happy and like whatever makes you the most just do that and you'll like that's the only way you can be successful if you have to you have to be passionate so like 
why I like that's why I'm like my first line is like I ain't kill myself to stay alive just to be another regular dude to work a nine to five. He said, "See, the pain lead to a good life." All sweet evenings start from sugar nights. It's <laughs> like it's just the mentality of like I know, like I had a vision, like I want to be great, and like I wasn't gonna let cancer take that from me. Like I was like so, like I just. Yeah, had the vision, manifested it, and I'm working for it. Like, if you're gonna yeah. work hard, like you're gonna get it. Like, it's just like pressure in anything situation is pressure. Either apply it, and it's gonna apply on you. And eventually, something's gonna give. If you never give, then you're not gonna lose. If you just keep applying it, eventually, that has something is gonna give. You know, that's how I think. Yeah, brother. And- true words and you're, you're firing me up right now it's like i just know right when i turn this off i'm gonna get a lot of work done today <laughs> even like uh yeah yeah there, there is a kotd event today too that's probably gonna be in the background as i'm just like editing and like planning the next guest and stuff but uh yeah it's true it's like um you got you got one shot at this this overall thing we're doing it which is one of the life itself is the biggest mystery in life like what it actually is but um one thing i do know is from like emotions and passions and like what feels good and just uh just to to make the most of your situation and uh and just experience what you want to experience i find them a lot of people hit me up and uh, it's, it kind of just started happening where i get these messages after i started doing the podcast and just being unapologetically passionate about it where people would uh, hit me up and saying oh i i want to do this but i'm shy and or they're scared to fail but all i can say is just do it and it's when you you first do it it's not going to be perfect but uh with the imperfection, there's going to be a lesson in that. And you can honestly shape this world to what you want it to be. If you put in the work and the time and it's not overnight. And, and um, nothing worth having never comes easy. Or else it wouldn't be worth having. Trust me. Mm-hmm. You gotta like, yeah, anything you gotta put time in anything great. Anything like those people put time in. Yeah. Very true. Very true. And, uh, yeah, like, uh, I can't say it enough. I'm so inspired to talk to you today and, um, hear your story. And I, I want to thank you for sharing the story with us. We're going to, we're going to keep a lookout for the documentary, be sharing your music in the future. And, uh, yeah, I'm not going to take too much of your voice right now. I know you're going to the studio real soon, which is awesome. So, uh, before we go, uh, do you want to plug all your social media and everything? Yeah, uh, if you guys can, uh, my main thing I'm posting like almost every day, my workouts, uh, music, everything. Uh, my Instagram at timeas9, T-Y-M-A-Z, and then the number nine. And that's on everywhere. My YouTube, uh, my songs on YouTube, Spotify, just timeas, told you, available now everywhere. But on Instagram is where you should really follow me, keep up. True, true words and uh once again man thank you thank you thank you for sharing this with us today and uh yeah we'll keep in touch and i'll let you know when this episode comes out thank you man thanks yeah cheers brother have a great day you too bro
what you cooking Told you, raise on me, I'ma fold you Situations coming up, wasn't normal Young bus pulling up, they gonna swarm you Can't say I warned you, told you Raise on me, I'ma fold you Situations coming up, wasn't normal Young bus pulling up, they gonna swarm you Can't say I warned you, told you Yeah I know I'm well heavy, but I gotta stay well ready More ready, too many times they try to get me Get me gone, but my mind it didn't let me See, I go off the dome, I go mental Eating every single instrumental I can't lose cause I don't settle Bros can't push the pedal to the fucking metal Approach cautious, past memories make me nauseous So I Sleep when I like Fetty Do you get me? Six side, do you sense me? It's rap shit, I make it look too easy Like oh nine Weezy, I was made to talk breezy Came out the darkness, shining like the VBs Rappers in my way, had to hit them with the BB Lot of challenges in my life, no kiki Got me rapping cold bars, Mr. Freezy It's a cold world, best believe me It ain't easy, but I'm achieving Been through hell, still succeeding Wounds healed I'm still bleeding All this time changing like the seasons All this pain I'm looking for a reason I don't think they understand me This for the family I realized life was a marathon When my dad hit six on the clicks on the Camry Boy done told you Told you Raise on me I'ma fold you Situations coming up wasn't normal Young bus pulling up They gonna swarm you Can't say I warned you Told you Raise on me, I'ma fold you Situations coming up, wasn't normal Young bus pulling up, they gonna swarm you Can't say I warned you, 